it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. On a small note, I saw this in, well, it was first on the Daily Mail and that it was really a link to a People magazine story. Hunter Biden's ex-wife is about to put out a book about what it was like being married to Hunter Biden. Now, look, this is not going to get the Mary Trump treatment. The media continues to try to play on sympathy for Hunter Biden. First of all, whenever we talk about Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, well, what about, Bo? we're not talking about Bo Biden. We're supposed to believe that Hunter Biden is this eternal victim that he is this eternal victim of the disease we call addiction. At no point does anybody say, this man is over 50 years old. At some point, he has to take responsibility for the life he's leading. Anyone else, if you didn't know, if you just took the biography of Hunter Biden and you got rid of the name Hunter Biden, You'd go, wow, this is a low-life piece of garbage human being. You wouldn't be like, oh, wow, you know, the Biden family has struggled with, you know, a member's addiction. You want to talk about privilege? Nobody else would get this treatment. Unless your last name is attached to a political family, especially a Democrat family, because the media will do everything in its power to protect a Democrat to the bitter end. But here's the headline. Kathleen Buell, Hunter Biden's ex to address their divorce in book, I Lost My Sense of Who I Was. And I guess this is going to chronicle his drug use, his sleeping with hookers, his malignant behavior, but all through the prism of, wow, we really have to feel bad for Hunter Biden. I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it. I don't feel bad for him. He has gotten away with living a life that 99.9% of the population could never get away with. Most of us would be in prison jumpsuits or at least some form of confinement if we did half the things this piece of crap did in his life. And yes, he's a piece of crap. I don't care who his father is. I don't care about the backstory. This man is a piece of crap. He's over 50 years old, and at no point does our society look at this piece of crap and go, you know what, maybe we ought to start blaming him for his own behavior. Just say, well, you know, it's it's a question of his addictions. This is not a man who comes from an impoverished background who couldn't afford treatment. He's had the best of everything handed to him on a silver platter. And yet the media, oh, well, you know, Joe Biden he has really struggled as a father. This is not a teenage boy gone awry. This is a 50-year-old man who can't clean up his damn life. Wyandic 695 Patriot 9572874. I'm just, I'm so sick of the sympathy game here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that Joe Biden 
has tragedy in his backstory. You know what? Lots of people have tragedy in their backstory. The idea that we owed this man a Senate seat or the vice presidency or the presidency because of tragedy in his backstory, lots of people have tragedy in their backstory. Lots of people have had family members struggling with addiction or other issues. Lots of parents have had kids whose lives have gone awry and had an effect on them. Lots of people have had to raise their grandchildren because even though they tried to be the best parents they could be, you know, you could be the best parent in the world and still have a kid whose life goes awry. At some point, you can't blame society or blame your upbringing, or blame your parents, or blame anyone else. At some point in life, if you're a piece of crap, it's because you're a piece of crap. And until you look in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm done being a piece of crap, you're always going to be a piece of crap. And you know what we do with pieces of crap like this? We go, oh, now they are artists who could sell their paintings to anonymous donors for a half million dollars. If that's not privilege, I don't know what the hell is. Weintzik 695, Patriot 9572874. Piece of crap. Now I have more important things to get to. More important things. Inflation is at 7%. 7%. We have not had this level of inflation in 40 years, or as Biden would say, 40 years. 40. Come on, man. 40 years. Joe Biden has been in Washington, D.C. since 1973. And you think he's got a new way of doing things? You're out of your mind. And now... You have all the speculation that, oh, Hillary's going to run again. For what, the third time? This ought to prove to you that this Democrat party has no new ideas. They call themselves progressive. There's nothing progressive about this. Well, it might be progressive in the political nomenclature, but 7% inflation ain't progress. Open borders ain't progress. Vote by mail ain't progress. It's chaos. But what a great idea. We have so we're we're taking a new direction. We're gonna go and get Hillary again. Yay! But this first day, I'm gonna do a story here that better damn well serve as a warning to Republicans. And I look at the roster of candidates that we have booked on this program that are not getting any attention. Not from, well, you know what's funny? We hear hear our media and entertainment industry talk to us about visibility, right? We got to have visibility. We've turned ugly women into models because we believe in visibility. Everything's about visibility now. We've got to have same-sex couples in real estate commercials because of visibility. You know what I haven't seen? Any of the black women running for Congress as conservative Republicans. Not a one. 
I think the Today Show, one of the, did like a five-minute package on Tamika Hamilton like two years ago. But all these women that we've been interviewing, like yesterday, we interviewed Philanise White, who's running in Chicago as a Republican on conservative values. No mainstream media interest. Why not? You believe in visibility. If they're going to jump up and down and scream and yell, hey, the Republican Party just for a bunch of old white men. Well, when Rayla Campbell comes along or Carla Spaulding or Vina Francois or Philanise White or Tamika Hamilton or Rhonda Kennedy, and I could go on and on and on. Kathy Barnett running for Senate in Pennsylvania. She's not getting any attention from these people. All these black women running as Republicans, nothing. Byron Donalds barely doesn't get any attention from these people. This is a warning to Republicans right now. The Democrats, the Democrats are trying, and I've said this before, I have said this to you. If there were 99 Republican senators and one Democrat, no matter how fruitless, even seemingly pathetic, if there was anything, even if it meant stalling a bill for a lousy 30 seconds, the Democrats fight to the death. They fight on every front to the death. That's why I love that old saying, Republicans hold office, Democrats hold power. If they're in the majority, they ram it down. If they're not, they use their sources in the bureaucracies or the courts or wherever they got to go to fight. That's where they go. Judge shopping, great. Corrupt bureaucrats, great. Wherever they got to go, they fight to the death. And they don't make any excuses about it. Headline Axios. You ready for this? I want you to be prepared for this. Write this down. Shell Bill. Write it down. Schumer finds loophole to advance elections reform package. Democratic leaders have found a mechanism to enable them to bypass an initial Republican filibuster and debate the party's sweeping election reform bills according to a new leadership memo obtained by Axios. Why it matters. The strategy is the latest example of how Democrats are seeking new ways to bypass Senate procedure that are blocking their agenda, but the ultimate outcome will likely be the same. Insufficient support to change the 60-vote threshold needed to pass sweeping voting reforms. So here's what they want to do. And, and listen to this. Driving the news, subheadline, the House is expected to take up an amendment in the coming days related to NASA. Ready for this? Want you to... NASA leasing underutilized property or private groups. Democratic leaders are referring to this as the shell bill. And I quote, it will then strip that legislation of its existing language and replace it with the text for the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. The House would then pass an updated bill and send it to the Senate as a, quote, message 
Then Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer will file a motion to concur with the House amendment. So they are going to take a piece of legislation completely unrelated, unrelated to voting. They are going to take out the body of the legislation. They are going to put in the text of these two other bills, leaving the title in place, and they are going to pass it in the House of Representatives. And then they're going to send it over to the Senate. Now, again, as Axios points out, this may end up being fruitless. It's not the point. Chuck Schumer is fighting to the death here. He is demonstrating that by all means possible, they are going to push their agenda even when they don't have the majority vote in the Senate. They hold the majority or the, the, the near-to-majority of seats, but there are, they are even getting around the Democrat holdouts. That's what they're doing. Do you know why they're doing this? This is very basic. For all the blabbing and blathering about Republicans trying to restrict the vote, there's not a single law, not in Georgia. I'm going to post a picture. I drove to my town hall last night to take a picture of the Dropbox that is at my town hall in an eye shot of the police department with 24-7 surveillance on it. In New Jersey, there are fewer early voting days than Georgia. And you third parties cannot operate drop boxes. You want to drop your ballot off, you're dropping it off at a box that is ironclad, quite literally, quite literally ironclad, under surveillance and operated only by the county board of elections. If I need to just here, I'll you know who's you're following me on Twitter. If you're not following me on Twitter right now, I can just post the picture if you wanted to see it now. I actually edited in a little arrow to show you where the surveillance cameras were. There is nothing that Republicans are doing to restrict anyone who is legal to vote from voting. Nowhere, no how. But the Democrats want to override the constitutional authority of the states. Why? Because they cannot win in 2022 with a pre-COVID voting system. In other words, election day, not election season, vote in person. Reason-based absentee, you know, Georgia is one of the few states with no excuse. You can vote by mail, no excuse. You don't have to present a reason to vote absentee, excuse me. But even still, and what they did in Georgia, smartly, I might add, is say, all right, all right, all right. Everyone can vote by mail, but you have to have a state-issued ID. Where? the number issued by the state on your driver's license or free of charge voter ID 
has a serial number that allows the ballot to be tied to a registered voter. How is that racist? It isn't on any level. If showing ID to vote is racist, then what is it when you go through a TSA line or stay in a hotel or take out a library book or get on a bus? Wonder this is about rights. Okay. If I have to show an I if I don't have to show an ID to exercise my right to vote, why do I have to show an ID to exercise my codified Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms? If I shouldn't have to sign my mail-in ballot, why do I have to sign my mail-in tax returns? Why do I have to sign my tax forms? Why can't I just mail the government cash? If they get it, they get it. If they don't get it, well, you know, not my problem. I mailed it in. Well, at least I said I did. Nowhere in this country are Republicans passing a bill. Nowhere that prohibits anyone based on race, gender, or age of majority from casting a keyword legal ballot because that would be unconstitutional. And unconstitutional is also illegal and wrong. What are the Democrats trying to do to our election system? Rolling deadlines, which is non-existent, turning election day into an election season, allowing illegal immigrants to vote, hello? Ballots collected by third-party organizations that are absent of signatures, damn it. They're trying to destroy our election system. And the reason why they're going to the mat here to the end is they know they can't win in November. So they are going, right now what they're doing is, this is fruitless what Schumer's doing, but you know what he gets to say when they lose in November? Or if they, if, if they can't get their, these Republican voting laws are the reason why they, st- they could steal an election and steal Congress. The majority of Americans wanted the Democrats in control. Really? Joe Biden got the, how did Joe Biden go from the record number of votes in American history to one of the lowest presidential approval ratings in one year? How did he do that? That's an accomplishment. What is he down at 33%? Kamala Harris is in the 20s. Hey, you're all a bunch of racists. Inflation's at 7%. The border is anarchy. Crime rates in the Democrat-controlled cities are through the roof. Nothing is working. So the Democrats are preloading their claim that when they lose, it's because these Republicans stole the election. Right, Chuck Schumer? You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.